Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised. this i was uh continuing my my journey through squid game that is a that is a show that is a show <laughs> that is a show that is in my timeline but with a lot of nothing about the fact that except that i'm watching squid game it kind of, it's hard to describe without spoiling it okay it's, it's one of those yeah yeah people are trapped in a game i think that's fair to say and it's wild each individual piece is probably not something so different than you've probably seen in other shows or movies or comics of this type of this genre if you will uh the people trapped in a deadly game type thing yeah public battleground yeah, yeah. but um the the social undercurrent and the socioeconomic i guess more than anything undercurrent of the show and just some of the twists and turns like this the stress level just like <laughs> <laughs> for you the viewer yes the viewer uh, at least oh, i'm so glad i'm not watching this then <laughs> Uh, it's good at least so far I'm at four episodes okay. in uh, out of I think nine or ten I forget how many yeah no one I've trusted has had signed off on it until now so that's why I was like no thanks now we're well we'll talk about this in a second uh, well actually I have a lot of stuff I want to gab about which sometimes happens right. I don't know where you're at on this but uh, well, let's get right into it uh, sure. Cyrus Mornozavi he's Ariel Rodriguez and this is Full of Sun and Free Podcast welcome back all right Number first topic of discussion. What do you think of my crazy Mozart hair? <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's not bad. It's <laughs> I not grow bad. this myself. You know, <laughs> that that is this is spectacular right here. This this, <laughs> this little bit right here. That's just like no, I'm gonna go that way. You know, it, it, it you get the eccentric genius type of vibe from it. <laughs> that's, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right after the I didn't plug my headset in. That's good. It's on brand. <laughs> there you go. Get out of the way, Nikola Tesla. As long as you don't marry don't a you... pigeon or whatever, you're good. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out. Okay, so you are going to Walt Disney World. Yes, in, shoot, uh, two weeks. What is time, really? Yeah. <laughs> I had two immediate thoughts when you told me this. Sure. I am so jealous, followed by, oh my god, they're going to die. Yeah, it's, um, I mean... At a personal level, to be honest, uh, this is something that uh, my wife's been pushing for for a while, and we made the plans before the Delta wave hit. Yeah, it was kind of a if it, if I'd had my preference, we would have just canceled it. We would have just said, "We'll we'll see you next year." You know, Disney World's not going away; uh, it's gonna still be there. Our kids, too, between the age of two or age of three, she's not gonna care. She'll f- enjoy it next year just as much as this year. Uh, although the kid's been pretty hyped about it for a while and really loves Disney right now. Loves Mickey, Minnie, da- Donald, Daisy, the whole, the whole nine yards, even Goofy and Pluto. Between that and my wife just being really, really dead set on getting a break from all this, uh, we've kind of held to, you know, stuck to our guns, if you will, held held the course. And uh, luckily, Delta Wave is going down. But uh, Squid Game aside, that's definitely been the most stressful thing <laughs> in my life for the last several months. Wondering whether you know how safe this is really going to be, but between that yeah. and the protocols that they that I know they have in Disney World in terms of masking, 
um, and stuff as long as we, you know, stay safe, stay mostly outside, which we were planning on doing anyway because we really wanted to go for the food and wine festival at Epcot. And then the Magic Kingdom mm. was just kind of like, well, with a two-year-old, you can't really ride a lot of rides, so you're spending a lot of time outside anyway. Well, you can. That's kind of the wonderful thing about the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, there, there's, yeah, there, there's a lot of baby rides. Peter Pans and, yeah, at least mm-hmm. stuff that, like, you kind of get it. You can get in and out, and it's not a lot of time spent. And they're very strict about the masking anyway because we had family just go there not too long ago since most of my family's in Florida. They were just like, they, you have, they have people like watching you like a hawk, like, sir, put on your mask, ma'am, put on your, you know, they're, they're very strict about it. So that was encouraging. So yeah, we're going to make a run at this. Uh, I'm still nervous about it, honestly, but yeah, we're going to, we'll be there. No, I, and for, that makes sense and I think is an, an intelligent way to look at it. But they do have stormtroopers on site. That's oh, good. Okay. To shoot people that don't wear masks, which I think is what just should probably just be a national policy. Yeah. But not everyone has actual stormtroopers on the site. I really do like the fact that I'm hearing a lot of stories of them just like, no, get out. If you don't have a mask, you're you're done. Uh, that that there was a vendor kick that of New York Comic Con this weekend. I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't name names because some people are just take that high road as they were. But yeah, that's a bit bit of a relief that we're. At least some private institutions are making the right call here. So, so, so two parks. Yeah, we'll we'll do yeah we'll we'll do Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom and Epcot oh. actually. So we'll do oh, three. So the trifecta. Yeah. yeah, we we have some some family joining us kind of like uh, early on the trip, so they kind of wanted to do a certain mix of parks, and then we really wanted to spend more time outside. So the Epcot heavy stuff, Animal Kingdom maybe heavy stuff, uh, you know, little little backloaded there. That's the plan. Uh, maybe we'll make it to Hollywood Studios, but if I see like throngs of people wanting to get their Star Wars on, I just I don't know, man. Bless God, bless them. But it's like there's there's a certain safety element even outside if you're just like shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. As I don't want any part of it. And frankly, the video from October first is ter- terrifying in that regard. <laughs> yes, I saw one as well. In fact, one where somebody was even yelling like, "Is this safe?" And I'm like, the answer is unequivocally no. If you have to even ask the question. Oh my God! What are people doing? Yeah, there was that, and there were the fist fights over the 50th anniversary merch. Oh, really? It's just Jeez. oh yes. <laughs> oh my God! Someone, some people just really needed that popcorn bucket, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! I know, right? It's not even anything, anything cool. It's a fucking popcorn bucket. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, I stand in line and do stuff. Great, explain it to me because I don't. I mean, I, I get it in a sense of like, okay, you're you're obsessive about these limited edition things, but it's a popcorn bucket, yo. <laughs> and it's gonna trust me, they made plenty of them. You can come yeah. back. <laughs> so perhaps as a capper to this topic, uh, Aaron and I made the decision we're gonna go next December uh, cool. because this this 50th anniversary it's going to be 18 months. Oh well, then. Because Disney got Disney has to get paid, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tickets need to be sold. Popcorn buckets need to be uh, <laughs> get it out of that warehouse, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, they do sell a lot of stuff, but not not easily. They they know they know where their bread's better. Yeah, these people are a very professional operation. I mean, everything is very slickly done. You don't you just don't get the hey we ran out and you'll never see it again type of behavior. Maybe they ran out for the day or for the hour. Or, I mean, the last time I was there, I think it was there or Disneyland. I forget which one, but we were looking for something and they didn't have it. They're like. Yeah, I called every other store in the park and just go to this park in the southwest corner or whatever, and they have three left. It's like they have such tight. You can't get that kind of. You can't get that kind of service at freaking Target, in your own city. <laughs> like 
But at Disneyland and Disney World, they they can pinpoint track inventory like that. I'm sure everything will turn out without okay without fist fights being required. <laughs> Do you guys have Genie Plus yet? Not yet, but yeah, we gotta upgrade apps and get all that going. And I was reading an article about that just yesterday. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Established which to take more of your money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I don't know. For the ability to like guarantee that I get to get on Rise of the Resistance for fifteen dollars, I'll I'll do that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. actually really good. Whereas before it was like you kinda hoped you you were like thirty percent likely to get on that ride, which is not great, so and honestly, like a big factor for me is like the safety now. It's like, well, if I'm gonna spend X number of minutes less in line indoors with other people around me i'm gonna it's not just a time saver in terms of like my general usage of time it's a time saver in like there's the hourglass of like how fast am i gonna get covid and it's like the pants are running down every yeah, it's time. gone from time saver to life saver yeah for real yes yeah, so we, we made that call and i think i am gonna do packs unplugged in december oh nice yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I got my, my third Pfizer shot, uh, which is why I'm not moving my left arm much right now. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is in that thing that makes it so sore. Probably the microchip. But, yeah, sure. It's, it yeah, takes a while to get the full 5G. Yeah, know. yeah. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> I also have this incredible desire to buy a Surface Pro. It's very Weird. strange. <laughs> they are masking. I, I haven't heard any angle evidence of a, a outbreak at PAX West from last month, so that's good. Well, that's good, yeah. I don't know how many people will show up. I don't think of Philadelphia as a tourist attraction, so I don't know what I do instead if I'm there and it's just like, you know, seven guys and, <laughs> and a popcorn vendor. So still a little bit of risk <laughs> yeah. in that regard. I'm less scared now. More Well, not scared of my life, but scared it will be lame. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fair. Because it's not, it's not a tiny bit of cash, but, but that's cool. I, I think that will work out for you guys. I sure hope so. I I feel I I'm probably the least stressed about it right now than I have been in months because we've had this on the books for months. Mm -hmm. I hope that, that the stress level continues to go down as the number of cases <laughs> goes down. So your your wife is your wife is in for for Epcot food food and fun. I, I know that. Uh, what's your daughter looking forward to? Daughter's looking forward to meeting the characters. Like she's you know she sees them on a YouTube video or whatever, and she already freaks out. It's just. I've, I need to have the the phone rolling with the video to see what happens when she sees them for the first time, like in person. Because yeah, and run the other way. Yeah, may, either <laughs> that. Well, so my my nephew is uh, is also two, uh, and uh, he he's in Florida, uh, Miami, and so they drove up for for Disney a, a month ago. And uh, when they, when he met the characters, it was one of those like uh, character breakfasts or whatever, mm -hmm. and he was just stress eating waffles. And like just staring <laughs> at him, and it was like a whole. I'm like, I expected him to run away. You know, you always expect a little kid to just freak out. It's like this giant character you're used to seeing minuscule on the television. And he, no, he was just like, he wasn't even looking at the food. He was just grabbing with his hand and just like shoveling food in his mouth and just staring. <laughs> and my sister was like, I've never seen him like this. <laughs> just... Well, that's cool. So. So, so the distance thing didn't ruin it for him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it seemed like okay. okay. He was jazzed, just in a, <laughs> a unique way. <laughs> they announced basically this week that they're gonna roll a little back some of the some of the protections for that kind of stuff. Um, not all of it, because obviously you, you can't safely, and they're cognizant of that. Thank God. No, that's good. that's good to hear that. Even with that, the kids are, are still enjoying it. Well, have fun, man. Thanks. And I hope I, I hope it is. Try. 
stay safe. All right. Do we do we want to get into what if going from one stressful thing to another? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's over. It's it's season one done. Yeah, I would say it ended on a less depressing note than most episodes. It did. Did you like that they tied it all together? I kind of half expected it. I don't know how much I like it versus like it seemed like an, ev- an inevitability. They set up some like at least one interesting character that you kind of knew you were going to want to see more of at some point down the line. I didn't know if, at first if it was going to be like a season two deal or or what, but like you know Captain Carter, uh, Strange Supreme as evil as he was, he was sort of sympathetic at the end maybe. I don't know. And so I'm like, okay, they're going to revisit these characters at some point. And then when the 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 Infinity Gauntlet style Ultron showed up after Party Thor, and then I started seeing ads for the next for the next uh, one or two, I was like, okay, maybe they're going to tie all these folks together somehow. And voila, they do because that's what Marvel can't resist. <laughs> yeah, that, together. <laughs> that's kind of what I was asking. I don't. Did it work? It, it, I don't know. Eh. Well. <laughs> There was a lot of there was about there was five minutes of people just straining in that quote unquote battle. Yeah. We got Ultron who can do in, literally anything, just firing out Kirby Crackle. To which Strange Supreme counters with, I think, plot armor spell. I don't <laughs> know what the hell that actually was. In hieroglyphics, it says plot. You just you can't read. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. San, I don't know Sanskrit. And then they just make bitter beer face for the next seven minutes while everyone else like rides around on a motorcycle. And I was like, Yeah, okay, was, yeah. Not not your strongest uh, <laughs> climax here, but I don't know. It was kind of cool to see Kirby crackle. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think it was okay that they tied together. I. I think I would have preferred that somewhere down the line, but I guess there was also a chance there wasn't going to be a season two because they didn't announce that till later. Yeah, yeah, they kind of maybe had to go big, because I if I if I would have, in hindsight, I guess I should say, if we would have, if I was a creative on the show to some extent and was able to call a shot of like, okay, we've got three seasons or five seasons, uh, maybe you only cross over two of the big bigger characters that you introduced for the end of the second of the first season, you know, and you kind of start to kind of slowly weave more characters in together somehow. You, you you don't you don't go all the way to multiversal third. Maybe you just break a hole between two universes, not all right. <laughs> trillions of them or whatever, infinite number of them. Right, that was Voltron season seven. Yeah, right, yeah. That, it's a, <laughs> take your time getting there. Take your yeah. time. You gotta figure out how to work the lions first. You just get, give it some time. But no, it was you get an infinity gauntlet, you get an infinity gauntlet, you get an infinity gauntlet, you get an infinity gauntlet. I'm a zombie, it doesn't matter, you get an infinity gauntlet. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It was <laughs> No, I, I think my biggest critique outside of that would be that every, I felt like all of them were just really sad. For sure. And I you can have more it just seems like they could have taken it in a more positive and more fun place with it than they chose to in the the two in the, in the nine attempts. Like I'm trying to think of one that like ended maybe better, and I I've got nothing. Party Thor wasn't horrible, but that ended with the Ultron. That's true. Piece, but otherwise, Party yeah. Thor was pretty. That's true. That that's a good point. I, I did I kind of forget about that one because it didn't feel like much happened in that. That's true. He got in trouble for partying too much. That was pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> He Loki got was scolding of a lifetime. Yeah. At the beginning, <laughs> I was like, well, is Loki going to be all messed up? Because now he's a frost giant. And is there going to be some animosity? No, they were bros. It's fine. It worked <laughs> out better than the real, uh, than the 616 MCU. <laughs> yeah. And I would, it actually make it actually makes a lot of sense within the character as they've come to define him. 
Loki just desperately wanted that throne, and it wasn't when it was no longer contested. He was just at more peace with himself. But it followed logically. You you touched on it, um, like the the, the most om- awesome premise. But I think you also answered the question, like you know, which one we, would you want to see more of? And I think it unequivocally has to be Captain Carter. For sure. I don't think there's even like a close number two <laughs> in the debate. Yeah. I mean the the strange supreme. I don't know. They'd have to. It's an interesting character, but I don't see like a new storyline already there, ready to pick up to for him to be used in a in a in an interesting way. He's just an interesting character in and of himself. But yeah, Captain Carter is like they already got a Winter Soldier storyline. Let's let's do it. Let's see it. Give me that for season two. You could take a couple episodes or three maybe of season two, and I'll I'll watch more of what she's going through. No problem. Does it bother you that she's Captain Carter, not Captain Britain? I thought about that, and I don't know. I think Captain Britain kind of needs to come with a bunch of other stuff. Powers need to come from a different place. But why isn't there all... I mean, why haven't they also done Captain Britain and had all that come through? That's a whole other follow axe, I guess. I'm fine. I guess ultimately, after going through that thought process, I'm fine with Captain Carter being called Captain Carter. It drives me nuts, and I don't know why. It's kind of a weird thing because it's like, well, the U.S. kind of developed the technology with the Nazi scientists, and then the Brits were kind of involved because we were allies. Was she like Captain NATO? I don't know. I don't understand. (laughs) Captain America just kind of makes sense in the context of the way things evolved, but Captain Carter, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, that is how they would address her, but I guess how they would market her. I think that, you know, she's, she's she's wearing the Union Jack, right? So. Maybe they got plans for Captain Britain. They don't want to muddy the waters. Oh, that that actually makes a great deal of sense. I mean, who knows when that's going to show up? Though. We're going to get like, actually... an Excalibur movie, like whatever. They've done Guardians, so sure, man, Excalibur, let's do it. I actually don't know what the what Captain Britain's deal is beyond the fact that he wears a Union Jack leotard. There's some like mystical Merlin element or something to it, right? Like his powers come from some kind of. Arthurian magic, I thought. I know the Siege Perilous is an element of the storyline. I mean, I'd watch an Excalibur movie, but as long as it's good. But... Are you are you still with me? You still haven't seen Shang-Chi? Still have not seen Shang-Chi. Okay, I'm, okay. I gotta tell you, man, that, so if I have my details correct, like, I was hoping to be able to rent it 45 days after the premiere because they were supposed to have a 45-day run and it's October 10th. That would be approximately October 18th. So I was like, well... We're around the corner. And then they announced that, like, it's coming to Disney Plus on November 12th. And I'm like, wait. And then I looked some more. I'm like, wait, that means... And it seems like they're not going to put it on digital at all until November 12th anywhere else. So no rental, no nothing. So I got a whole other month here before I can realistically see it. And that sucks. Yeah. So, so, really... so, which I which I think makes it about two months, right? Yeah. Rather than, rather than a month and a half. Yep. I wonder if they're worried about privacy. Or privacy. <laughs> Piracy, rather. Oh, Yeah. It's one of those things like once it goes digital, it will inevitably just be available. So yeah, probably 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 smart to do it that way. Open the digital floodgate all at once. I, I've heard that it's good. I've heard yeah. the same. <laughs> yeah, that's a slight bummer. Yeah, we're gonna be in the same but, boat with the Eternals here. Yeah, I guess moving forward, we're going to because Shang Chi did not bomb. Yeah, I guess the good news is since it's good and it didn't bomb, we'll get more Shang Chi. Yeah. Wish it were safer to go to the movies. Yeah. Well, we'll, are, we'll see Malubi involved? Or is he Kara uh, dooning himself right off of the... Uh... Uh, I thought uh, I thought he was uh, still in, in somehow in uh, good standing. So 
I hear a noise. No, he's uh, he's <laughs> the cancel culture has come for him early. Oh really? Already? Yeah. Sure. That's what we do. We tear our, we tear things down we love as quickly as possible now. Evidently. Well, that's. Well, nice. it, it, yeah, yeah. It, I and I have no idea if it's warranted or not, which is why I was asking. But yeah, it hasn't come across my digital shores. It's the first I've heard of it. Good. That's good. So maybe there's no, maybe there's nothing there. We are recording this on the last day of New York City Comic Con, I think. Uh, I've only heard of one big announcement out of that show, which seems weird to me. But maybe not. Maybe that's not weird in the pandemic. But uh, Saga has a return date. Yes. Finally. How long have they been off? Uh three years. Holy yeah, because shit! It depends. Depends if you you're kind of just the last issue right now, like trades and whatever. Like, I thought the last issue. Before the hiatus was in 2019, and it'll be 2022. You know, so it'll be three years. Or eight years like if you count 2025 times. Yeah, sure. What is time? <laughs> <laughs> and ceaseless hellscape. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. So yeah, somewhere. I mean, maybe I'm cutting it a little long there. So somewhere between two and three years, I would imagine. I guess that isn't. That's not that long. It just 2019 sounds so far away now already. But yeah, yeah, I don't. The cliffhanger that they left that thing on is just like, you guys are killing me. <laughs> oh, was it really? Oh my god. Is this is this I'm oh. your father shit again? Uh, this this is this is, I, I mean, you're just wondering what the fate of people's people okay. are, and I'm not gonna. I want to spoil it, but okay, uh, it's just rough to to know that when I finished it. By the time I I caught up. They're already several months into a hiatus with no, you know, apparently indefinite. And at the time, I'm like, you guys are not going to come back to this anytime soon. I would really like to know what's happening. Man, it hit hard. Saga. I guess they had to. I guess they had to figure it out. That's probably what it was. They didn't know what they were, where they were going with it. Possibly. I'm glad to know that. I'm glad to hear that they maybe have. Cause no, it's it's a, it's a beloved property and it it deserves it. For sure. Yeah. No. So I don't know why I said only one thing. So the other, the other big one that was um we have a drop date for the legend of Vox machina as well on amazon oh yeah i, I i'm not a critical role follower but i saw this news and i was like whoa that's cool and then i guess my i was actually open to ask you here on the podcast like do you know like does that mean that they're going to be like taking moments from the podcast and like making it like a scripted show or like i i guess i'm trying to understand what the the format it's it's a whole saga um so they had a kickstarter the original plan was to do the levels we never saw before the before the the show began as a streaming thing on geek and sundry okay then they raised 10 million dollars so they hit all their stretch goals and some that i don't think they (laughs) existed before they hit all the stretch goals and then Amazon, which is hungry for like something to throw at <laughs> to to be a signature thing at the same time off, you know, while fantasy was was having a moment, was like, well, what if we what if you do two seasons and we stream it and we all make a lot of money? Would that be okay? And they were like, yeah, um, oh sure, okay, fine. So yeah, now I think it will. Because they have all have all the capital and that the backing of this huge financial corporation, the plan I think is to go into like well into like the uh, the streaming show. Like I think like um, yeah, I think it'll include into it, well at least as far as the uh, the very beloved um, Briarwood arc. Cool. Yeah, it looks sharp, and they have sectors that 
just <laughs> by virtue of what it is. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that was the other piece I read. Like I saw some some art, and I saw the news, and then they're like, and all the actors are coming back. I'm like, wait, how does that work? Then I dug into. It, I'm like, oh, they're all voice actors anyway. So check and check. Let's do this. Like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing that will come down to is is is, is the score any good? But I don't know. You know, Amazon. Uh, Amazon's leaning really, really hard into the fantasy with the Lord of the Rings and the Wheel of Time, so I don't know. Maybe they can borrow somebody from one of those shows, like you spin off some music for for this dude while you're at it. Yeah, that that that's a big three to be to be throwing out there. And yeah, Wheel, Wheel of Time does look like it's good. it's it's gonna be. It looks like a solid a solid try. I I don't think it will stumble and fall. Maybe if it fails, it's not because they didn't give it a. They didn't try super hard, and then I guess the other big thing announced, and this I, this was just tangential to New York Cardinal City Comic Con, is a uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, you know, I still haven't seen the trailer for that. Uh, it's more of a teaser, quite short. Okay. But uh, they did pull me back in. I am oh. intrigued. Yeah, I I I really I really love that world that Martin created and then abandoned, <laughs> like so much dirty laundry, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Matt oh, Smith way. as the Platinum Blonde, a little weird. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can imagine that. i got to be honest with you. Seeing it doesn't help. It really doesn't. It's like, what is what is happening? It looks like he has a mop on his head. I don't know what to do with this. Mm. This is a man who looks like a cartoon to begin with, and I they just yes. took, it, took it to 11. <laughs> Maybe it'll all get burned off or something after the beginning of the show. I don't know what happens to Daemon. I haven't read Fire and Blood in a while. I can't remember. It doesn't, in true Thrones fashion, it doesn't end well for basically anybody. <laughs> so, yeah. But the, everything's written, so that's great. No problems there. So, uh, Smith's the only one as far as the cast that I'm familiar with. It's coming back. Did not want to projectile vomit. I, I So I, I've reached some kind of <laughs> homeostasis, I guess, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that was a very disappointing film or show ending. But speaking of endings, um, another piece of news I saw out of New York Comic Con is that the Expanse is coming back in December for its final season. Uh, so uh, that's pretty exciting. I'm a big fan. Uh, six episodes total. Uh, that's it, which is a lot shorter than past seasons. Um, and that'll wrap up the show storyline. There's three more. I'm guessing that they're gonna want to do like a movie trilogy or something because those books. Oh. Uh, well. The last one comes out in November, so it's not even out yet for the last one of that trilogy, that final trilogy. But um, the first two books, which I've read, uh, in that I've read all eight or whatever, and that's seven and eight. They're too, they're just too big for TV. I think you just you gotta you gotta treat them like a movie or some kind of miniseries each or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they've got plans. Forgive me. Who has the streaming rights to that right now? Amazon. It is Amazon. They got their sci-fi and their fantasy covered. Yeah, they're trying real hard. They they really they really want in. I don't think they have a super hit yet, but it feels like a, a matter of time. Yeah, we're about to be inundated with crap here. You're, yeah, uh, you're, your your vacation back. time, yes, exactly. Your vacation time was well chosen. Because <laughs> by the time you get back, it's just going to be TV, 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 TV. We haven't even yeah. talked about Netflix crap yet. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm. They got a double whammy. I've nothing else really to say. Is I'm just I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready, ready for November. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if that. It, that being the end of the expanse is permanent, though. Yeah, we just we do we do revivals constantly, right? Surely they'll be like, well, this did well, and this is cool, and let's do it anyway. 
Yeah, and and they've got more more book material to adapt. It's just the nature of it. It there's a big time jump, and there's there's a lot of stuff that goes on that really needs a better CGI budget and stuff like that for it. But yeah, I mean, my, my I follow the the one of the authors of the the series on on Twitter, and they they're very coy about what to, what's happening next after season six. And I I just my my gut feel is some things in the works. It's just what and there's a bunch of novellas too that fill in little details of you know, other other places, other people, and in, in the the throughout the history of the of the books. So they could go do those too. Is one. I mean, I, I feel like Amazon could could mine it for a while still. Just how are they going to do it? And then you could remake it. Do we have a drop date for Picard yet? There's a trailer, right? I haven't seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be. It's got to be this year, right? <laughs> drop it in December. Why not? Everybody, let's <laughs> let's have Boba Fett, Picard, The Witcher. Oh, let's that's do, right. Let's I fucking that. forgot no, about no, Boba Fett. Let's that's... have everything all together in there. That's the that's the you're not quitting Disney plus uh, series <laughs> of the year. Yes, yes. We're about to renew your subscription and raise the price, so let's do this. I I think it's surely it's season it's uh 2022 though season two oh, release maybe. date. It's February. February, okay. It's gonna be a fun winter. I'm not going yeah. outside. It looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's rainy here anyway. God dang, that's awesome. And then because of the pandemic, there's that <laughs> Marvel, Marvel, Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Eternals. Well, it, it's for us. It's Shang Chi. It's Eternals, and then it's Spider Man, and then it's is it Thor four? Uh, Thor four. Is that this year or is it next year? I thought it was. Next I think year. it's next year, but we're 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 in the home stretch. Yes. Yeah. And don't forget, Hawkeye uh, premieres in November. Nope. I did not. Okay. So you're just kind of movies right now. We're just we're just looking at films. <laughs> I'm just trying to remember the uh, order order of operation, and I I think Disney Plus had just fallen out of my head temporarily. But no, Hawkeye and Boba Fett, those are big. Yeah. It's going to be hard to capture the tone of that comic book. Yeah. But I think they might have done it. I've got two minutes of footage so far, right? Yeah. But it, <laughs> it's encouraging. It's very encouraging. Yeah. Who's the showrunner? Do you know? I don't. They, they give all the power to head writers, I think, at uh, Disney Plus Marvel. They, they tend to not focus on uh, at least the, the Marvel pieces. They, they, they have like a you know, showrunner, executive producer type person, but the head writer has more of the show responsibility jonathan igla act as writer and executive producer oh he's for, he previously worked on mad men well that that was well 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 then. <laughs> done and done i'm gonna have to like make a spreadsheet to make sure i keep track of all these these things uh you know when like some and some of them are gonna be like all out at once like i assume cowboy bebop will have every episode at once but netflix then others, yeah and then the disney plus stuff will be week to week and uh some of the amazon stuff is also that way so expanse will probably be week to week um yeah i have to be like shuffling around and I have to make an actual schedule to make sure i stay caught up on everything that's no that's a good point that's i, I honestly why i think i haven't watched one of, one of the two reasons i haven't watched squid game because i was just was there and gone out of the consciousness so fast with their their commitment to the uh, all at once thing but that's kind of their brand. They have a they have a lot of stuff too, so I, I guess it's fine. They are not slowing down. They got that movie with uh, the Rock and Ryan Reynolds and um, Gal Gadot. Red Notice coming out in November. Oh right, right, yeah, I did see that. For that it's a bunch of other stuff like that coming down the pipe. No shortage of content. Hemsworth has a sequel to Extraction on the books too, right? Yeah, I still haven't watched the first one. I should I should fix that. 
that was pretty decent. And they're working on a sequel to the old guard as well. Oh yeah, that I had heard. I don't know how, how, how close they are, but once Charlize signed on, they were kind of guaranteed success as long as they didn't fuck it up. And as long as she's still interested in doing it. There's a lot to bind there, isn't it? I think so. I don't know how much, how much Ruck has written. At least two trades worth, maybe more. And I thought they was working on more. I think, you know, some of the popularity from the movies, like, clearly, like, okay, well. Feeds back into it. Good, good for them. That's cool. I hear good things about No Time to Die. I heard good things, too. Which is a relief. Yeah. Where are you on The Matrix Resurrections? I'm, I'm here for it. I gotta be honest. I'm, I'm thinking there's, there's, there's some kind of weird mixture of uh, previous actors coming back and new actors playing old roles that uh, is intriguing to me. Why, why in the first place? Why are we going back? What's going on? I think they wouldn't have done this honestly. Like I, I feel like uh, Lana Wachowski, I think, is the only one of the Wachowski siblings coming back to, to do this. But if she's, if she's coming back, there's, there's like a story there. Like there, there's a reason. I think they, they wouldn't just do it for a cash grab like they, there's there's something else there's more to it i guess so i'm feeling like it's not a sequel just because hey we haven't done the matrix in a while let's 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 do this we need a property warner brothers is, is, is hurting or something yeah I, I think there's there's something there so i'm 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 ready to take another ride it's been long enough since since revolutions where i was like eh to to, to get me interested yeah, I'm I'm fascinated what cuz that's kind of my read as well for what for what all that's worth, two cents. The idea that they probably won't don't do it unless she has an idea. I just was fascinated by the idea that it's like okay, both these characters we know they're dead. So, yeah. yeah that's a fascinating place to start from. And it, it this is always the worry with Hollywood blockbusters, maybe the teaser is just really well made. Yeah, you get <laughs> Right. Or the one I go, the example I go back to is that there's something about Mary, which is which is which is a an unfunny comedy, but like all the funny stuff is in the trailer, and it looks like the most hilarious film you've ever seen, and it's not, and that's as kind as that can be, so I'm gonna leave it there. But <laughs> whatever, maybe 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 it'll be bad. I I don't care. I I am intrigued by it. I don't know why I I this came to mind just now as you were as you were saying that, but uh, that reminds me that uh, in October we do have Dune. Oh yeah, I've never movies. forgotten. <laughs> now I did forget this is October somehow, and that I should be more pumped for this. I don't know <laughs> why <laughs> I did that because I—that's the key to me. Yeah. Is, like I knew Doom was coming out this year, but I didn't know Doom was coming out in literally twelve days, and that yeah uh, is uh, exciting. <laughs> yeah, I—it's so funny that because I, I was like, yeah, it's coming in October, it's gonna be soon, and I was like, but I didn't realize that that how soon that is because we're almost at the midway. We're actually one third of the way through October as on the record date here. I'm fascinated by the idea that apparently it's only like half the book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then even news going around going, well, I hope I get to make the sequel. It's like, what? George Miller. He very famously, when he was making Free Road, he knew he didn't have enough money to do it, so he just made enough to make it look cool so they'd finish it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta play whatever game you gotta play. Yeah, which which is fantastically brilliant. I, don't, I think most players would be like, ah, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to make this like shit. And he's like, well... No, I'm gonna make enough of it to make sure that they'll. I can do a second round of uh, IP <laughs> or IPO here. Yeah, that that that's about the best way to play Hollywood, the Hollywood system I think I've ever heard of. Yeah, I know he came out about being angry that it's gonna get the HBO Max release, but that's yeah. dumb. It's just better. What's better for them too? I I I, I don't. <laughs> I'm confused by this auteur sensibility I'm seeing a lot right now. That I they're really upset people watch stuff on their phones. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, if it's probably was going to be that or nothing. So 
Yeah. The phones are also really nice. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't it's small, yeah. but the clarity is excellent. The sound is good as long as you have like the right earbuds. I, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not like it's, they're it's... gonna hang the phone on the wall and walk away from the wall and sit on their couch, bro. <laughs> they're right. They're holding it right up to their face, like it's yeah. it's a big screen, effectively. It's such an old bastard take on it, and I think that's why I'm so surprised on it. Like, I don't like new things. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 this is good. You get it out the widest possible audience. That's actually what you guys have been fighting for <laughs> for decades. Some kind of weird X-Vid rip on somebody's like DVD player or something, and they think that that's how it's happening. I'm just like, do they not have HBO Max? <laughs> they not, can they not afford it with the director's salary? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, that was a thing 20 years ago. Yeah, yes. not, we're not we're not there anymore i i the technology is caught up and i i guess they just don't know that i mean apple's hyping the living crap out of that kind of stuff right on their iphone announcements They're like filmmakers film with iphone <laughs> you have like this beautiful screen that you can watch stuff with your iphone like who how are you not getting this message like the rest of the world seems to be most people went back to the movie theater why the floor is sticky and there's an it, airborne not... virus right I was just gonna like take that one out because that's that's the most obvious one, right? But even if even if you take that out, it's still a shitty way to watch a film. And it's okay to want to like pause it and go to the bathroom. <laughs> I haven't forbidden you to pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make your own. Especially when you make food. a five-hour Dune movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's say or uh, your director's cut of your superhero film that's uh, four just... and a half hours long. <laughs> JLA Justice League Abomination. <laughs> you may want to pause, or as as I did, watch it over four or five days. That is how I did it as well. It was quite a slog. Maybe there's a germane argument for it out there somewhere. Like, there actually there is, and it's Scarlett Johansson, and it was, <laughs> and I would I would submit that she did not go whine at, at her her potential audience on Twitter. She she went she took it to court. <laughs> yeah, I mean she knows. She, I can't pretend to know what she was thinking. Uh, it's not like ScarJo and I are best buds or anything, or she even knows of my existence. But uh, I have information that says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> but pray continue. But my my supposition of her thinking is like the audience is not the problem for not going to the theaters. It's the company not paying me my share of this other revenue path, and she went directly, you know, at the at the jugular of that problem. And no one, guess what? No one was offended other than the CEO of Disney for three days or whatever until they settled you know it's like right like done deal she presumably she got some sort of fair equity there for the hundred plus million dollars they made on disney plus uh for for black widow and everybody's moved on oh i, I know disney's got lawyers on upon lawyers but there's no way they win that argument that, that is a contractual right. breach <laughs> it's just a matter of how much money they have to have to actually give her yeah and sure, they want to add some friction to that process by like having to go through the whole lawsuit and everything. Okay, but at the end of the day, I'm sure she was she, she got a cut of that. Just make that the norm and don't blame people for not going to movies. Right, <laughs> right. It's just like I understand it's painful while the market transforms. That's just, but that that is what it is. It's not like we we don't need to prop up the fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's just such a strange thing to romanticize, and that I I guess that's the part that really flabbergasts me. Okay, so, uh, we got a few minutes yet. The Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. That I did finish. Because uh, you reviewed at least part of this on Comic Script, I would like to ask about how the, how closely the two hew to one another. Yeah, the comic and the show? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the base beats, the core framework of the story um, for each volume uh, of the of the comic maps to the show in terms of where they kind of start, where they end, and some of the bigger, you know, spinal joints in the middle. Uh, but the journey there and the exact interpretation of the characters is is different, and and, and arguably the 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 comic is just a little dated. There there's things now that creatively, you know, you 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 do differently uh, on the show, and you tackle a little bit differently. Uh, Cast more diverse come, on the show, and the we've come a long the, way in a very short time. Yeah, um, and so they they well, with a more diverse cast, you have more diverse experiences that the characters go through than they do on the comic. Whereas the comic is just like bam bam crazy thing crazy thing crazy thing but it's very like very linear in terms of like they don't spend a lot of time on side stories or subplots they they kind of just the, the mayhem can you know carries forward pretty tightly especially the the whole uh five against himself uh <laughs> you don't you don't get that funny scene in the restaurant in the pub or whatever with the itching and the oh yeah you don't you don't get that in the comic so you know generally speaking is there more time for character development in the show but like how did they break it down is it like season one is trade one yeah essentially okay and so we're looking um, at potentially five seasons if i remember correctly i thought there were i thought there were three solid trades and a fourth being worked on but maybe there's five oh oh i i I did not realize it wasn't done i thought they they took a long break or something to do volume three i thought they were on a volume four now but since the show because the show triggered a bunch of like hey people really like these characters they like this stuff uh let's go (laughs) gerard you like royalties right (laughs) (laughs) guess what (laughs) and i think some of the the timing that's how morning lorries is still on a hiatus (laughs) (laughs) he's like oh it turns out this comic i did on the side is like way more lucrative yeah all of a sudden Until they start putting, you know, My Chemical Romance or whatever uh, songs in the show, and then maybe it gets into this weird meta. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, the some of the, the time travel stuff from Volume 2, they, they grafted onto, lightly onto Volume 1, or to Season 1 of the show. But the meat of Volume 2 is really in Season 2, and it, it, each volume kind of maps uh, pretty well to the season. Is Allison not of African descent in, in the comic? She's not. The entire Umbrella Academy is white, pretty much. At least the way I, I look at it on the page. I mean, I guess you could, you know, interpret that differently. Like, Diego is white. Um, ben, white. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's not great. <laughs> Nobody is uh, LGBTQ or anything like that. Yeah. So, again, you get much more diverse stories uh, and in the characters go more interesting directions when you let them kind of be more individualistic than just defined by their powers and their their attitude so this this individual series is, is more defined by the uh, by the, the plot narrative yeah 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 for sure. okay well that's cool i it's always nice when the adaptation doesn't just match it it exceeds the original stuff that that rarely rarely happens yeah and they didn't that show would just it's different than other hero or comic based shows, right? Like the vibe is just different. It's unique. It's nice, like refreshing. Which I'll, I'll do you one better. It's spectacular because that is such a tired trope and it doesn't feel tired at all. When, when, once they got their hands on it, 
Oh, a bunch of superpowered teens all living together in the same mansion. Where have I seen this shit before? Yeah. But it it felt it feels very fresh. God, and like Key was talking about in the previous episode, the uh the the soundtrack really is just awesome. Yeah. It brings so much to it. They didn't they didn't like take a take a like carbon copy from Guardians of the Galaxy either. They did their own kind of thing with it. Because uh, if you describe it on paper, it almost looks like, well, they're doing like a kind of a soundtrack type thing like Guardians does. And they kind of have all the superhero people in a mansion, kind of, you know, X-Men style, but they're older, so they're dysfunctional. It's like, okay, well, dysfunctional family, that's like, you know, very calm. But when you see it, when you see the amalgamation of it, the synthesis, it just works so well. It exceeds the constituent elements. I, I adore it. I think the soundtrack, I think Guardians of the Galaxy is probably where someone would go, like you said, on paper, but it's actually more Tarantino-esque. True, it's just, true. It's, it's from just all over, like tons of genres, but regardless of what they pick, it really always works really well in that scene they chose. Like, they're almost batting like a thousand, I would I think. <laughs> I can't think of any like huge misses. Yeah. There's been some where I'm like, wait, is this Adele? But not Adele? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of stuff has happened, yeah, but... Yeah. There hasn't been any why it smells like Team Spirit in Black Widow <laughs> kind of moments. <laughs> that reminds me. Have you seen the new trailer for the, the, the reboot of Resident Evil films? There's a new I mean new film series. No. Uh, there's, there's there's a uh they didn't really they didn't really like do a cover so much as like maybe like a maybe a slightly creepier like uh spin down of it or something, the four non blondes. <laughs> uh what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's in the trailer and uh it kind of works but i was like this feels like a smells like teen spirit type of thing but not mm-hmm. really i don't know what's going on with hollywood <laughs> god this is this is gonna be like the new nuke the fridge slash jump the shark <laughs> that's how badly screwed the pooch <laughs> we're gonna be that's how we're gonna call it from now on dude i think they're smelling the teen spirit on this one <laughs> Oh, that's that's not a great look at all. But we we we're, we're already using it as a verb. That is not a good sign. <laughs> where's the uh, Where's the Rick Astley dark reboot uh, version? <laughs> so, do you think that that lady from Tad Lasso is going to be Lady Dumitrescu? Oh, or, or Gwendolyn or, or Gwendolyn Christie? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, mm, that's I immediately question. started fan casting. <laughs> That's a good question. I just I lost my train of thought because of the whole smells like Teen Spirit thing. <laughs> That's why I went quiet there for a second. Wow, yeah, they gotta get one on that. I mean, they, they have a few, <laughs> few movies to go, but you know, they might want to start doing the legwork on building that. Character. I mean, I just assumed that that she'd be in it because that that character was everywhere for there for like a for a hot second. Yeah, I don't know. And she's I think nine feet tall. Is that what? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> sure. I didn't play it. What platform was it on? Uh, Resident Evil 8 on, was on PS4, Xbox One, PC. It's Resident Evil 8, Jesus. Yeah, Resident Evil Village. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so so they're rebooting it, okay. Yeah, it's called Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, they gotta fix that title. <laughs> Resident Evil without the colon, Welcome to Raccoon City. Oh, God. There's no punctuation? <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Resident Evil V. <laughs> <laughs> City. I know it's a low bar, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god! It comes out November. It's like I didn't realize they were making a new movie. So in like weeks from now? Yeah. What the fuck? How have I not heard anything about <laughs> I, this? Exactly. 
Oh, it's got uh, Robbie Amell and uh, actually the dude that plays uh, Luther from Umbrella Academy. And see, uh, I have a colon in here when I want to Google it, but it is called Welcome <laughs> to Raccoon City. Oh, sweet Jesus! Well, Robbie Amell had a good run. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Oh, like they li- literally lived to half the cast from Arrow. Yeah, they did. I, I I'm a uh... <laughs> Neil McDonough. <laughs> I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the under on this one. <laughs> I don't see this being very good. Oh, and Luther's in it. That's interesting. Yeah. But I feel bad for that guy. He looks like someone who, who you know one of those actors that ha- spends half the day in the gym and then <laughs> comes home and doesn't eat food to be shredded, and they have him in a gorilla suit. Yeah. yeah. That's rough. Maybe he needs to be able to lift up the, those, <laughs> the, the costume elements of that thing. Who knows? Oh, you think it's like the Keaton era Batman thing where it's just yeah, 70 yeah, pounds rubber. of rubber? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't move my head. Yeah. <laughs> what? what did I sign on for? Where's Burton? He's right behind you. Well, I can't turn around, so make him come over here. Someone give me a mirror or something. <laughs> mirror! That mirror. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't said shit one about the Batman either. You know that? Oh yeah, that's coming out next year. I think early too, right? Yeah, I think so. Or is it still question mark? It literally has question marks in the trailer. Well, yeah, that's something we we probably we didn't really touch on, but uh, the fandom is about to come back in like a week. Oh, I think I blocked that out. You're right. We are a week from the from fandom too. (laughs) Starring Mel Gibson and Master Blaster. (laughs) Are you gonna watch it? No. I'm going to wait, uh, you know, all this stuff, it's like an all day event and it's like, I just, I don't have the time for that. So I'll just wait for the YouTube trailers of the, the big stuff. Probably a Batman trailer. I am excited Batman for like, how, how they try to put it, how they try to hype blood at black Adam when all they have is a still. Oh my God. For the <laughs> like 12th year in a row. Is it going to be a new still? Well, I know they're, they're, they're touting that the rock is a big part of it. But he's just there in civilian clothes, talking about like still. Great. Is there going to be gonna an be a gift? Are we going to upgrade? <laughs> to be a masterpiece of marketing, I can't wait. But they they do have a, an f ton of content, so yeah, it's just it's just not Black Adam content. So they they really could go twenty four hours. I just saw that uh, Peacemaker uh, spinoff series from the movie, uh, from the Suicide Squad movie, is coming out in like January. Yeah. Yeah. There's they they fast tracked the stuff. shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing else to say there though, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll I'll check it out. That'll come down to who makes it, whether that's good or not. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of meat on that bone, but it's never thought Warner Bros. before. Yes, <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not my money. I just <laughs> if you're asking me, I don't don't make that. <laughs> At least have a plan if you're gonna make things. Yeah, maybe James Gunn had some some solid ideas and. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's. I could see it being good, but I don't know who the hell's picking up from Gunn, and that could be a tough um, thing to follow. All right, one final question, and this is the weirdest one. I am terrified that Taika Waititi is like going to be like Pump Emily number one within within three years because he has like a 100% approval rating. That always goes badly with these with these creators. They 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 turn on them, and just the knives come out, and it's just miserable. The minute they make one creative decision that just challenges people in a way they don't want to be challenged or people don't like for whatever random reason, and then down you go. I think it's harder than that. I think if they don't change enough, they also get shipped. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I've just, I remember when Nolan was the shit. I remember when Abrams was the shit. I remember when Whedon was the shit. And not everybody wants to murder all three of those guys. Shyamalan, people were, were done with that poor guy after two flicks. Yeah. And I just, because Taika has a style that is essentially just a perfection of the Marvel house style, I could see that going really bad. Not for any, like, not for any legitimate reason, <laughs> but just because we, we tear down people in pop culture. I wonder if, uh, he's doing a Star Wars thing too, right? I, I wonder mm-hmm. if the Star Wars, whatever he does with Star Wars will be where the real backlash starts instead of Thor 4. The history of uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. taking on the, the fandom with Star Wars is uh, is rife with, with corpses. Yeah, the, which is, yeah, this is why I'm having like a small panic attack on his behalf about it. <laughs> It's just, I guess it's a bummer that the algorithm has discovered that the easiest way to get clicks is to make people crazy <laughs> and yeah. to spread hate. And that's, yeah. Definitely a factor. It's a factor in our daily lives in all kinds of ways. Uh, for sure, this this counts too, I think. Yeah, and he seems like an okay guy. So I, I could just see, it just it seems like there's a trajectory there for him that is worrying I, but you know, I, I got, gosh, I guess Favreau and Filoni might be in there too. I don't know. F- Favreau, you know, moved to a different quarter, so I think so far he got he he got out. That nearly made two Iron Man films. I think that helped. Yeah. yeah. You see, he he he, <laughs> he left he he uh, he left early, whereas Nolan made three Batman films. And now I just fuck that guy forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good it's a good question about like, what is it? What's it going to take to not have that happen? I guess is the more the, the what I'm getting at is, um, you establish yourself, you do a few movies in a in a within a franchise, and then you disappear. Yeah, I, I, yeah Christopher Nolan that, ironically uh, lays this out in The Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you pretend that a bomb goes off and you disappear. <laughs> you go to some other some other. You die a hero, place. or you live to become the villain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that maybe that's it. Maybe that applies to all. Comic book, or you know, large fandom media. Uh, it's a shame because I think they got they could do so much. Clearly, they do so much, uh, and if they like doing it, why not keep them doing it? Uh, but it's like, I, I guess it's also hard to separate out some kind of notion of objective quality from fan reaction because quality in it in in it doesn't matter so much for the companies making dollars and cents from this stuff. And if there's fan backlash and it hurts sales or whatever, for, no matter how stupid the reason then the companies have to react. That's tough. Yeah, it, it yeah, it comes out of the whole familiar, familiarity breeds contempt phenomenon, which is just as old as the human race. It's just social media has weaponized it. Yeah. And with, with millions, if not billions of people, you can't you just can't make everybody happy. That's impossible. And if you make a large enough contingent of them unhappy, even if it's still a minority, they they can create like you said, they weaponize, they create big big problems for the businesses for the individuals unfortunately with like doxing and all that other stuff and i mean not just famous people even just you know regular people on mm-hmm. the it it feels like a good faith effort to make good work should be enough to not turn you into a public enemy and that's not where we're at we're not anywhere close to that right now and i just i just feel bad for creators of any good of any real size because that the, the bigger you get, the bigger that bullseye inevitably becomes. And I want yeah. them to make continue to make good stuff, as you just said. The tough part is I, I don't know how it gets better. It seems like it just it's going to get continue to get worse and worse and worse. 
especially when you have these large corporate concerns that can actually monetize the rage. Yeah, there has to be a way to curb that. I think that's got to be. I don't. I don't know what it is. I mean, nobody knows. Nobody knows. There's. There's people far more important with the far more power. You know, dealing with that those kind of concerns. But for sure that that kind of rage amplification is is a net negative to society. I think there's already plenty of scientific research showing that. The companies that the social media companies are just point of fact uh know that too um and they're not stopping um so mm-hmm. something something's got to give there i think that's that's a big part of the infrastructure we need to, to help and then to us like i don't know maybe if it went, once that stops things balance out in the dynamics of the the creative output to people consuming media uh input type of uh dynamics of all that just balance in a different way such that you can go make your thing for a big company and the rage machine doesn't turn it into a flop when you know in a more balanced system things turn out differently and there's there's better support and you can just kind of turn your blinders on to whatever the twitter trending topic is about how much you're a terrible person and just go make your thing be happy get paid for it people will pay to watch it or or see it or read it or whatever and but i mean the dynamics are just just a mess it's an absolute mess, in my opinion. Uh, it's not getting better. <laughs> no, you you can't make an honest mistake right now, without without the long knives coming out. Not healthy. No, that, that yeah, <laughs> that that that's the ultimate takeaway. Like just beyond like, just beyond a consumer standpoint. Like you know, just being a decent human being. Like we're not seeing enough of that. And yeah, I, I f- fandom is fun until it's not. I guess is what I'm what i'm driving at and i just yeah. that you rise and fall it. that curve has been accelerated yeah and it's gotten nastier too and people just need to like um not take it so not take their media so personally and i know that's difficult and i know that our online and offline like just there's a business and a culture and, and, a, and a kind of a machine around tying you more closely to the things you like because the people that make money from you liking those things want you to like them more but, cough, cough, read, pop, cough, cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, the things you read, the things you watch are not you and just take it less seriously. You know, there's like this thing, uh, I, I won't spoil it, but Ted Lasso season two just ended mm-hmm. uh, this week. And there's the, the end of I'm, this... I'll be there in 72 hours at the rate I'm going. <laughs> wow. All right. I'm glad you're liking it. <laughs> uh, it's so my jam. I don't know, I know. how I, I didn't get this far. <laughs> I watch that show every week. I'm like, I'm surprised Cyrus hasn't picked this up yet. <laughs> it honestly goes to the fact that how long the Umbrella Academy episodes are. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, like, the, the ending is, uh, you know, cause a lot of hoopla and stuff. And it's like, yo, the the people that make the parts you like also make this part that you don't like. And the, the story's not over. So maybe take it easy. Don't go after the actors and in a place that, you know, is is challenging to the to the viewer give the story some time and also like none of these people are real for Christ's sakes just take it easy uh it's like it's too much personal it's attack. okay to be disappointed but it needs to stop there and it's like there's like if you're adults like there's levels of disappointment there's disappointment and you don't like how this outcome goes but recognize that there's a longer story arc at play perhaps and more of this content will come and yes you will want to consume it because you will want to see how far this goes and you can make a judgment on when you start and stop uh, and you know, there's there's a lot to it there, and you can like something as a whole, and maybe not like certain pieces with it. Like you can hold multiple things in your mind at once. Uh, there's there's all I go on and on, but 
uh, it's like, come on, why this black and white? I feel like you're just pleading for a little bit of emotional maturity, and I think that's fair. Yes. Maturity, <laughs> regulation, all of the above. Yeah, yeah. Just because, or you know, someone made a different choice, it can be valid. In fact, it probably, it's probably yeah. going to be valid. Maybe it wasn't what you wanted. I, I get that's disappointing, perhaps, but yeah. not, not everything is season eight of Game of Thrones either. Let's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you cannot you cannot like that and just but also accept it and that's you know everybody involved with that show creatively signed off on that to some extent and they they went ahead and made it the fans did not make that so that's just yeah I'm not gonna dox the D and D for it right I'm just like I'm just like God dang it why did you do that and then I move on to the next thing I'm not gonna send death threats to to showrunners like they made a decision you don't like it plenty of people make those kind of things every day. Guy decides to cut you off in the road and it's like, okay, but it's not a devastating thing. Like your health and your security were not affected. Just move on. Like, the content is it's en- seemingly endless now. There will be other stuff. I, I know. Right? That's 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 the strange dichotomy. It, it's never been easier to move on. <laughs> yeah. You said it perfectly. Like, you, could, you couldn't encapsulate it more perfectly. It's never been easier to move on. I'm quitting while I'm ahead. Okay. <laughs> that you should you should print t-shirts man like that is, that is like that needs to be like some kind of slogan whenever like an argument goes it's like dude it's never been easier to move on you don't like your he-man go switch to the witcher or, or the other he-man show or the other he-man show you don't like there are literally two yeah you don't like your game of thrones well you got wheel of time lord of the rings uh you know carnival row you take your pick you want please, please change. Amazon's be- Amazon is pleading yeah. for your money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they got a lot of stock tied up in a fantasy futures. Yeah, the real power. And, and, and okay, I've, I, I, I should quill on my head too. But I will say the real power of the fans at this point is there are so many people creating things. They're all vying for your limited attention. The way to 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 shoot back at something that you don't like the way it went is not to get angry and send death threats. Just go spend your money somewhere else. There's too much almost competing for your time. It's a very competitive market. Just put your attention somewhere else. But yeah, you're, you you got to put that. That is the most effective way to affect change. Is is just your indifference. <laughs> yeah. Subscribe to the other thing. Go watch the other thing. It's never been easier to move on. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I've already quit you. I've or- yeah. <laughs> I got 17 feeds to quit you with. Ariel Rodriguez, what is up on Comic Strip next? Oh, we're uh we're we're reading We're 8 uh, days out we're... from uh Yeah, yeah. 8 days exactly. Uh we're, we're dipping into Howard the Duck. Oh, which one, Gerber? Uh Zdarsky. Okay, okay. Oh, that's we're a good pick also. Uh reading that and we're reading Once in Future, which um we haven't recorded the, the piece of the podcast for that yet. Uh we're finishing up the, the read through and uh I cannot put that damn thing down. That's a Kieran Gillen joint for like Boom Studios, I think. I was oh, wow. eighty pages in before I blinked. Like it was like dang, okay. This is uh this is way more entertaining than I, I thought it would be. That is high praise given what we were just talking about. I, I, I stayed up late later than I wanted to stay up last night reading that. So Yeah, uh, yeah that's still that's still that's still the best praise you can give anything. It's like, <laughs> God damn it, I'm still up and I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boss is going to yell at me. <laughs> yeah. But only on a Zoom call, so it's not so bad. Yeah, so you know. Turn the page. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I didn't think about that. That's a really good idea. Nah, you know what? My Wi-Fi is fucked up. I'll have to. I'll have to call you back. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, you're you're breaking up. Uh... <laughs> Mayday. Should should we get into a, a lasso fest next time? Let's do it. I'll, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on season two as well, because it's they clearly you, you'll see. It, it it's not a spoiler to say like they they know what they got, and then they know that they can't. Kind of the same thing, like some complacency. They're worried. I think they were worried about being complacent, and they go in other directions. And I think to some success, to maybe some mixed success overall. Um, but yeah, it's it's still like uh, it's it's quite the ride. So I'm very curious to hear what you want, what you have to say about that. Yeah, no, I I've I've gathered that the season two reception has been very mixed, based from just a tangential posts on social various social media platforms. All right, cool. Well, well, thanks, man. Thank you for being here. Sure. Thank you for having me. I have. He's been Errol Rodriguez. I've been Cyrus Mordazavi. And this episode and previous episodes of Full of Sun and Fury Podcast are available at fullofsunandfurypodcast.com or by subscription at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. This has been a Great Sword Studios production, copyright 2021. <laughs>